Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Road, the transportation industry podcast where we talk all things transportation and logistics. Joining me today is Josh Rivers. Josh is a sales team manager with ATS Logistics and has been on the podcast many times and typically offering monthly updates for us um, so that we know uh, what's going on in the transportation marketplace during each month of the year. Um, so we're coming up we on two years worth of updates, aren't we? Yeah, yep. You definitely did this last October. Yeah. Okay. So we're... This has got to be episode 24 that involves mm-hmm. me. That, oh, for sure. I do know that you involved Eric Metzo on an mm-hmm. episode. I'm going to be honest, I was hurt. That might have been the, one of the few that you weren't on. It, it so. stung. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's my job. But yeah, here we are. Yep. Uh, we've been sticking with you because, you, you know, once... Because I'm better at it, let's be honest. Once you find a good fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're better at it. You know, <laughs> you know what's going on. With I the, hope Eric listens to this. <laughs> with transportation. He won't. <laughs> I'm going to send it to him directly. You can send it to him. Yeah, yeah, As soon yeah. as I get back to work. Uh, so, yeah, October. We're coming up on uh, yes. retail season. Spooky we're season. coming up on Halloween. We're coming up on uh, the changing of weather in the northern United States. Yes. What happens in trucking? So, uh, once again, I consulted a couple of our operations managers. Yep. Uh, mainly because you would think I've been doing this for five years. I should have a, at least a, a little bit of a grasp on what happens. And for the most part, I do. But this year seems to be... A return to normalcy and for the past couple of years i've been checking in with them to uh to get a gauge on what's going on and i just wanted to verify that we're still we're yeah. still seeing what we should be seeing going into october so uh the big things going into october is the midwest more or less is going to come to a, a a really really steep cool down mm-hmm. um the, the the construction materials that are going to be moving around in the midwest won't be moving around anymore it's going to be a lot cooler which is going to be great for, for this is like that that time of year for us where it's perfect, the perfect right? Temperature for yeah. it's like crisp outside and sunny. Exactly. Yeah. Right now we're in that weird medium where it's sweatshirts in the morning, and then you really regret wearing a sweatshirt by the time the afternoon rolls around. So it's a it's horrible. Like Eighty four today. Yeah, exactly. I walked out of my apartment. It was forty five. Right. Or something. <laughs> That's <laughs> so. horrible. You're just sweating like crazy at your desk. Um, yeah. But no, uh, I'll start with dry vans, and I've got a I've got an update here in front of me. For, I had to I had to take a picture of the message I sent it through our office chat app instead of writing it down. And then by the time it was time for me to come over here, I was like, I have no way to bring this with me. So um, right now uh, for the dry van side of things, so I mentioned before that the Midwest cools off, and that's more so in re- uh, relation to flatbed freight. Uh, for dry van freight, the Midwest actually heats up because uh, we're looking at harvest season. And the same thing goes for the Northwest as well. So Idaho, Washington, Minnesota, the North Dakota, South Dakota, uh, sugar, potatoes, those fun things are going to be moving uh, with a relative high volume. So that's going to make these areas desirable markets for these kind of carriers, for drive-in carriers. And and that goes throughout the fourth quarter, pretty much until the snow hits the ground. Uh, reefer freight capacity is still really tight, and we anticipate it to stay tight through October, and the rates will follow accordingly. Yeah. Um, you're going to pay a premium for reefer trailers right now. It's just the way it is. And any freight that heads into the southeast, so Florida, southern Georgia, uh, what other examples did they give us here? Uh, anything that's going inbound, Texas, Florida, and southern Georgia, you're going to pay a premium for. Mm-hmm. And that's if you can find people that are even willing to go there. 
So I can uh, I can speak. Why from is that? It's just for the from the weather. There's no freight. Oh. There's no freight. The, the weather does play a factor into it. Yes, it's hurricane season, and yes, that absolutely plays into you know drivers taking freight down there. But just pretend no outbound freight. Right. Pretend no hurricane makes landfall this year. You would still have the same problem with Florida. Is drivers just do not want to go down there because the rates coming out aren't good. I mean, yeah. you, you'll find guys basically saying, "Just pay for most of my gas, and I'll yeah. take this load coming out of Florida because it's all they have." So, it's it's tough, but you know, plan accordingly. And if you're a shipper out of Southern Florida, this is great news for you because your rates are going to be at an all-time low, and you're going to have carriers clambering to get onto that freight. Right. So, uh, if you ship into Florida, not as much good news. And uh, we we've noticed uh, recently with a couple of customers we've been working with is it's it's sometimes it's not even a rating question. It's just drivers won't go. Well, you can ask them how much for you to take this load to Miami. And they're like, I don't want it. No, but you like how much? How much to take it? I don't want it. Wh- whatever you want, name your price. I'm not taking it. I don't want it. And it's to the point where they just, I just don't want to deal with it. Is it just because they're? It's like Miami, for example, is just tourism-based economy, and there's like just no manufacturing or fabrication. More or less. Or... I mean, you, you think about the uh, the industries that really thrive in Florida yeah. as a whole, and it's like you said, it's mostly tourism-driven, and it's mostly uh, entertainment-driven. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, Florida has things that it produces, but it's mostly produce. Yeah. And that season is done and over with. And there's some construction that goes on there, but, you know, it's there's not a whole lot of freight for you coming out, right? So you can find mm-hmm. stuff well enough to go into Florida. It's just getting out is going to yeah. be a problem. Gotcha. So, I mean, from a drive-in side of things. Uh, that's kind of the gist of it. Northwest is going to be picking up, like I mentioned, with potatoes and other freight, mainly retail freight. Uh, so what that means is uh, outbound freight from those areas is it's going to be the opposite of Florida, right? So outbound freight from the Northwest and from the Midwest right now is going to be more expensive, uh, specifically because of the demand that is in those areas. Mm-hmm. And again, this is mainly sp- specifically speaking to drive van side of things. Um, Texas, for, for some strange reason, I've always wondered this, and I still don't know if I have an answer. I've, I've always kind of offhandedly wondered it since I started at this company. But <laughs> I've noticed that Texas in the wintertime cools down. In the fall and wintertime, the Texas market cools down. Hmm. And getting out of Texas is not that hard at all for a lot of carriers. You can you can find drivers coming out of Texas, no problem, and they'll, they'll do it for a relatively fair rate depending on where it's going. But in my mind, I always thought I was like summer or uh, fall and winter – I would want to be in Texas if I was a truck driver. It's warmer. There's a lot of industry there. There's a lot of manufacturing there. And for whatever reason, it's not the case. I have to – I've asked this question two or three times, and it's been answered all three times, and I never remember oh. <laughs> why. So <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to bother Sean again. <laughs> Write it down next yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you told me this three or four times. If you can make it four or five, I'll, I'll remember it this time. But I it's promise. just reliably year after year it yeah. down. Even during COVID years, we noticed it was just Texas just got easier in the fall and winter time. Just easier to get guys out of Texas. Interesting. A little bit more. It's sometimes it's difficult to get guys into Texas. Sometimes it's not hard at all to get yeah. guys into Texas. But yeah, I don't know. So uh, that's the drive-in side of things and the reaper side of things. For the um, for the flatbed side of things, it's actually kind of interesting. Um, something you wouldn't think about. So, like we said, the Midwest is going to heat up, right? And the Northwest is going to heat up, right? For those harvest seasons and getting all the the sugar and the potatoes out. What that means from a flatbed standpoint is because a lot of the construction in the Midwest and a lot of the open deck freight in the Midwest is going to start to dry up, carriers are going to switch trailer types. Mm. So a guy who's been hauling flatbed all summer might go, well, I don't want to miss out on this harvest freight. Yeah. So he's going to park that flatbed, switch over to a dry van, and head up there and move some harvest freight. 
and be paid very handsomely for doing so. And what this means is it's going to affect the capacity available for flatbed trailers and for open deck trailers in general. So that's something you can expect from the open deck side of things is I imagine that our capacity for open deck freight is going to tighten up a little bit, particularly going into bad areas. And just like dry van freight, the Southeast is not appealing to open deck drivers right now. Nobody wants to go to Florida. Nobody wants to go to Southern Georgia. Um, One thing that you're going to start noticing is it's going to, the, the inklings of it are going to start to show their face now. Once we hit October um, is areas that are cold, are going to become a lot less appealing to truck drivers, to, to sure. open deck drivers, I should yeah. say. Driving carrier doesn't get out of his truck. He backs up to a door. doesn't matter if it's 20 below outside, 100 degrees outside. He's not getting out of the truck, so it doesn't really bother him. Minus the wear and tear on the equipment, but you get what I'm saying. Where an open deck driver who has to tarp, who has to um, strap, who has to, you know, a million different things, it's going to be a lot more unappealing to them yeah. because, I mean, you know, put yourself in, a, in an open deck carrier shoes. Do you really want to get out and pull a tarp off a load at 7 a.m. in the morning when it's 22 degrees outside? Yeah. doesn't sound like a good time. And that only gets worse as the year goes on. And we'll touch base again on that in the November update and the December update and all of that. So, sure. Have you seen any uh, – are you still battling the, the price the price stuff on your side as far as – I know the drive-in market was kind of soft for a while. It, it was. And we – we're not chasing as much as we were and rates are more or less doing what we anticipate them to do. So the areas that I said are going to be hot, it's going to be hard getting guys out of there. The areas that are soft, it's going to be easy getting guys out of there and vice versa. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's not so much a secret or a gamble or a a, a dart throw in a, in a dark room like it was, but it's, we're still on our toes, right? I think that's what COVID taught everybody. The pandemic taught everybody is that you, you constantly have to be on your toes. The second we become complacent, something else throws a wrench in the works, and then you're chasing prices again. Up, down, either way, it's never a good thing. Yeah. So we want to make sure that we, the idea, what every broker should be attempting, what every provider in general should be attempting to do is to be a bobber on a lake. And as the tide comes up, the bobber goes up. And as the tide goes out, the bobber comes down. So you're not chasing rates. So yeah. if, you, if you miss an upswing in a rate, you could be in this awkward position where you're either going to lose money for your company or you're going to have to go back to your customer and have a really awkward conversation and say things like, oh, you know, I, I missed the price increase on this one. I'm going to have to ask for some more money. And nobody wants to do that. Right. And on the opposite end of that, if you miss the drop, you could be put in a position where you're gouging your customer. And, you know, it, some people are going to say, like, well, you don't really care about that. It's making you more money. And in a way, I do. Because, yeah, I might make a ton of money in the short term. But the objective is to build a long-standing relationship with the customer, and you don't do that by gouging somebody, right? I want to give you a price that's going to – pricing to execute is what we call it. I'm going to give you a fair rate that's going to get the job done that's going to make my company money. I don't need to make a million dollars off of you in 10 loads. I would rather make a million dollars off of you over the years Yeah. because I provide a good service at a reasonable rate. That's what I want to do. Yeah. So being the bobber. Yeah. That's what we're going for. Is so is October kind of the kickoff of that of retail's peak? Yep. This is when you're going to see um, store shelves are going to start getting loaded up, right? Yeah. Because Christmas shopping is going to start in October. Uh, November it's going to really ramp up, and then the last second guys in December. That's me. That's always me. Every oh, December, okay. I'm that guy two yeah. days before Christmas. Hey, i got to run to Target. I'll be right back. And that's when I <laughs> knock out all my shopping. So. <laughs> You get good gifts for people. Very, you really thought, do. very thoughtful gifts. You really giver. do. <laughs> yeah. 
Because by that point, I've gotten a couple of Christmas cards in the mail, and those often have Target gift cards, and I'm like, sweet, Christmas shopping. And then I go out and spend those gift cards on other people, so it's the thought that counts, right? So Yeah. <laughs> Just patting my bank account stats. Yep. Are we seeing any more reverberations uh, after the the hurricanes that we've been having? Um, not... We've been... Uh coming hot and happy for a while now yeah it, it's not a ton it's it's just nobody wants to go to florida Oof. with the hurricane without the hurricane nobody wants to go to florida we we didn't even really hear that as much of a pushback because we had some freight that was moving during that time frame and nobody said like hey man there's a hurricane going on it was all it was was not going to florida yeah nobody even i don't even know if they knew that there was a hurricane that was rolling through just, no i don't want to go to florida Nobody <laughs> said, "Hey, there's a hurricane coming through there. Can I can I grab it tomorrow, the next day, yeah. or or can it deliver this day?" Nope. Let's go into Florida. I'd rather not go. <laughs> Interesting. I almost forgot that there was a hurricane. To be honest with you, I mean, nobody pushes back on you with that excuse, and you're like, "What is it?" And then we have the Weather Channel on in the office, and you look up and you see this blob moving towards the coast. You're like, "Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's happening today, isn't it?" <laughs> that's wild. Uh, anything else about October, Josh? Ah. Uh, <laughs> Anything I suppose I, uh, you, we could talk about how, you know, as the days shorten, you can't move oversized loads. Overdimensional freight. That's actually yeah. a really good point. Thank you for bringing that up. So there are restrictions in place in uh, in certain states. And always please make sure to, to check your, your local guidelines and the restrictions that are in place on the route that you're taking. Yeah. Um, but a lot of states have restrictions on overdimensional travel during daylight hours. And as the days shorten, so does your drive time. So... In the summertime, it's not a big deal. You can drive from 6 a.m. until 10 o'clock at night in some instances. And that's about to change drastically where you'll be traveling from, you know, 8.30 in the morning until 5 o'clock in the evening. Mm -hmm. And that's all you get. So that's really, really going to limit your overdimensional capacity. And it's it's starting right now. I mean, when is the longest day of the year? June? June 21st. June yeah. 21st. So it's technically been starting for a few months now, but you're really going to see the effects of it here very shortly, if not already. I, I notice it. I always notice it every year about September time when you step outside of the patio and it's just a little bit chillier mm. than it should be. And you're like, man, it was, wasn't it sunny out at this time last night? It's like almost sunset. And you're like, what is, what's going on? Yeah. And then in the Midwest, we get the whole go to work with the, when the sun's down, come home from work when the sun's down. Yeah. It is horrible horrible it's it's devastating for the uh people that listen to this podcast are probably like god they hate where they live i don't hate where i live no no there's a lot of good stuff come on now (laughs) we got good stuff yeah it's there's good things about living here it's when the winter hits it's just hard to remember them it's awful in the winter time for seven months at a time yeah and a lot of people have sports teams to pull them through the wintertime. Like, if you live in areas where you got a good football team or a good hockey team or a good whatever team, like, the wintertime's not that bad. Sure. We're not so I'll fortunate. Forward to. We, we don't get that kind of luxury. Nope. Like, what do you guys do in the wintertime? You want to watch the Vikings? Why? Why? <laughs> like, it's going to end the same way yeah. every year. It, every, it ends the same way every year. I not say that. Not this year. Well, we had a really good regular season, and the, the, the trophy case stays the same. You can go 16-0, 17-0 now. Don't even need a trophy case. Yeah, yeah I just... I'm so jaded at this point as a sports fan. Like, the people who listen to this podcast are going to hear me just get progressively, like, just lower and lower and lower. And it's every season of the Vikings. I just, ah, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. It's hard. Our, uh, one of our social media guys, um, I was actually over watching the game with him and his brother. And it was 
it's to the point where I notice I just laugh. I just laugh, and I'm just like, ah, of course they would. Like, I'm rooting for the other team at that point because I have a 30-minute drive to get yeah. back to my house. I'm like, just score so I can go home. Well, like, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so we're recording this six days after we did the four four fumbles in a game. Yes, that's right. If you're listening, this was recorded after the, the Thursday night game. Vikings-Eagles game, four fumbles. We were only spared the fifth because there was a penalty. We almost had five fumbles in a game. Five lost fumbles in a game. How weird is that? Is that we, this is not the topic of this podcast, but how weird is that uh, rule where you fumble it out of the end zone and it goes the other team? I think that's lame. I'm, I don't like the rule. Like, it was called correctly. That's absolutely what should have happened. But I think that needs to be changed. Like, you could run 99 yards, and then if somebody punches it out of your arms in the end zone, like, as you get to the end zone, it's a touchback. Come on now. Like, why don't we may, maybe bring the ball back to the spot of the fumble? Or, like... If you fumble it out of the end zone, you get the ball on the 25 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, it's it just seems outlandish to me. To... It doesn't happen that often. It doesn't. And I don't blame Jefferson. Again, this is not the topic of the podcast. and I'll, I'll breeze past this, but I don't blame him for trying to make a play. He was trying to reach over the goal line, lost control of the ball. Hey, man, it happens. Yeah. I'm not going to get mad at my receiver who's on pace for 2,600 yards in a season. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, he's an animal. Uh, okay. Well, I think that's it. you have any tips for shippers in October? Uh, tips for shippers in October. Uh, be mindful of the produce season. Not the produce season, but the harvest season. Yeah. Uh, be mindful of sending your freight to the southeast. Plan ahead. Plan accordingly. Um, particularly when it comes to overdimensional freight, you're going to want to make sure that you allot yourself enough time on the given route, given the daylight that you have. Um, open deck carrier or open deck shippers. Do not be surprised if you see a little bit of a capacity crunch. Not a ton, uh, but just be prepared. We are seeing rates still go down, and we're anticipating rates. That's how we're pricing. We're pricing as assuming rates are going down uh, for our contract freight into the, into the fourth quarter. So don't be uh, don't be surprised if you see rates go down, but capacity get a little bit tighter. It is possible for those two things to happen at the same yeah. time. It's just not very common. Yeah, and they are kind of projecting a sl- maybe a slower retail peak this year. Yeah, I, I think um, the the R word, the recession word, is being thrown around a lot. And I think that makes people more skeptical of spending their money. They want to hang on to more of it. Not me. I'll, I'll spend myself into poverty. I have no problem doing that. I have just <laughs> reckless spending habits. But uh, most people who are smarter than I will, will be more intelligent with their money. Okay. Well, thanks, Josh. Thanks for uh, coming on, giving us the insights hey. this month. <laughs> I got to live it up. We'll right? see you next month. I got I to gotta keep it light. <laughs> I got to keep it funny. I don't want to. I want people to be entertained while they're being informed. I don't want this just to be some... That's why, you're, that's why we keep having you back. See, there, this is why I'm better than you, Eric. And this is why I'm better, <laughs> right? So we'll just roll with that. But yeah, thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for listening. And I'll, I'll be back. <laughs> We've guaranteed it. I'll be back. Yeah.